a listener production. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne, Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's Editorial Director, Kacha Vaktal, and the host of this Guide to Melbourne. Fast casual Japanese salad chain, Fishbowl, began with one small store in Sydney in 2016. The food was fresh, the design was stylish and fun, and its fans multiplied quickly. Seven years later, Fishbowl has expanded to 40 stores in Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland, and the business shows no signs of slowing down. Co-founder Nick Pestalozzi joined Broadsheets Features editor Emma Joyce to chat about the rise of Fishbowl and what's next. Nick, thanks so much for joining us on Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. We're having a conversation because you are one of the owners of Fishbowl, and it started out in, I want to say, is it 2016, the winter of 2016? Yeah, started in July 2016. And you now have 40 different fishbowl locations. So it's it's a huge Aussie success story in terms of fast food or food you can take away. Mm. So I would love to talk to you about how it got started. If you can kind of take us back to how the three of you decided to come up with fishbowl in the first place. 2016, Nathan and myself, who's one of the other co-founders, we were both at university together. Uh, we went to school together and we always used to chat about business ideas and you know what we were going to do post-uni. Nathan had been to the States and that kind of sparked, a, uh, I guess, an awareness for these QSR concepts that were popping up and you know the thought that maybe we could actually do something conceptual in the hospitality space. He came back to Sydney sort of put the idea forward to myself. I obviously jumped at it, thought it was a great idea. And then we also partnered with Casper, um, who's actually one of our best friend's younger brothers. Um, And basically the three of us opened the first location, Fishbowl, in July 2016 in Bondi. And, yeah, I mean, it was just like a labour of love, like just combined all of our passions and interests and put it into this tiny 28-square-metre store, um, opened in... Obviously, Bondi Beach on like a cold winter's day didn't really do any opening promotions or anything. The whole concept in it in itself was so new to us and so fun as well, really. I can't imagine anyone who hasn't come across a fishbowl now, but if people are listening who have never visited, mm. essentially it's like a salad bar and raw fish is one of the main proteins that you can get as part of your salads. It is, salads. yeah. When, when we opened, it was predominantly fish. So we had like three lines of seafood and um, tofu. Now it's obviously completely different. And, you know, we only have um, salmon, but then we have, you know, beef and chicken and lots of vegetarian options. Um, so it's definitely expanded into like a fully fledged, um, I suppose like an Asian inspired salad bar. Um, so we take a lot of like cues and, you know, I get I guess flavor um, profiles from like Asian cuisine because just because we love it, like sesames, misos, all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and also everyone else loves it too. Um, it kind of makes a salad like fun and exciting, and you know, we were talking before you uh, kind of sat down at the at the mic about how quick and how rapid the growth has been for your company, and not only that, but you also own other restaurants you own fish shop in Bondi which many people might have visited and know as a completely different concept would you mind just letting people know what it is that fish shop is all about yes yeah, so a fish shop we opened about two years ago um, that just again is it's I suppose a restaurant in a more casual setting so we want people to be able to come in like off the beach get really great quality seafood 
you know, the kind of thing you could expect in like quite a nice restaurant, but we just want to do it at more accessible price points. So it's good atmosphere, casual dining, um, and just really local, like oriented. It's a small space in Bondi on like a back, I mean, I wouldn't say a back street, but it was a back street when we took it. It was and, a street that got kind of redeveloped. Yeah. So yeah, down on Glen Eyre, Seven Ways. Um, we've got, yeah, Fish Shop um, next to it. We're, we're actually opening a burger concept with Joel Bennett, the chef. Um, funnily enough, Joel, we opened Fish Shop with Joel a couple of years ago and he's um, coming back on to join Nathan and myself um, just as like a creative culinary partner. So he'll be across Fish Shop and Burger Park, which which is exciting. So mm. it should be a good spring summer. You know his style of cooking, like really simple, um, beautiful, fresh like food, the exact kind of thing you want to eat. Mm-hmm. You just don't know how to cook. Um, so I think like Joel's style connects really well with the uh, demographic down there. And um, yeah, I, did, I think he just likes working a lot with seasonal produce and nothing too um, too overdone, you know, and that's kind of how we like it. Was there a decision to always stick with this concept of having um, bowls that you can customize, is there a reason that it makes it really scalable as a business? Um, look, from the from the beginning, we wanted to do something that we could scale. I, I suppose the challenge for us is we wanted to, we were interested in business, um, and we also loved hospitality, and we love music, and we love a whole lot of things. We like design, and we figured this first store in Bondi provided a really good opportunity to combine all of those interests. But we knew that whatever we did to be worth our time, it had to be scalable and it had to be conceptual. So we didn't want to have too many things on the menu. We obviously knew like core offering had to be clear and concise. And that's why basically for the last seven years, you know, it's essentially just been like, it's just bowls. You can either make your own or you can choose off the menu. But if we had more than that, it would be hard to to scale. It adds like new layers of training. It's... it's also hard for customers to understand what you do if you have too much going on. At what point did you decide to start working with food delivery companies? Uh, what point? So when so the first store we had was far too small to ever do delivery. We couldn't even conceive of, of that idea. Uh, the second store that we had, Darlinghurst, was a little bit bigger and it also wasn't as busy. We thought maybe... Uh, the like attention that we'd garnered in Bondi would maybe translate to Darlinghurst. Um, obviously, we're totally inexperienced. We didn't understand just different behaviors or demographics. Um, and obviously, that wasn't the case. So uh, we kind of quickly learned that actually in summer in Darlinghurst on Crown Street, where there really wasn't much around us at that point, you know, people weren't just going to walk through the door. Um, so yeah, it took a couple months of, I guess, just again, just doing you know, doing what we knew how to do and getting on delivery apps and just just trying new ways of getting the brand out there to start to connect with that demographic. And yeah, it wasn't long before um, Darlinghurst has been an amazing store. The delivery companies just are a great avenue to reach a different type of clientele. Like some people don't really want to leave the house. And to be honest, I think everyone is that customer at some point. Um, it just depends on like your mood and, you know. How hungover you are maybe. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> What's the end goal with Fishbowl? The end goal is to just continue to build a great brand and get better like week on week, like every day. We're always trying to improve. The beauty of Fishbowl is we started it when we were so young. So we started it with the right intentions and we still have those right intentions. Like we're just trying to build an epic brand and do cool things with the community, sell a great product 
And, you know, we'd like to say just change the culture. So fast food culture has been so uninspiring for so long. It's like unhealthy. The brand's lame. Um, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that you kind of do, but you feel a bit guilty about it. Maybe when you're hungover, you go eat fast food. So we just want to challenge that and show like everyone should have access to something better than what's out there. So, yeah, Do you want I to guess, be in every state in Australia or um, overseas as well? No, we want to like we want to go to areas where we think the brand will fit and also where we, you know, where we are going to enjoy what we're doing the most. So, you know, Melbourne, Queensland, Sydney, we're going to look to international markets um, because we think why not? Like we've got the opportunity to do it. Is there if, anywhere that's kind of on the wish list so far? Um, yeah, we're looking very closely at New York. Hopefully we'll be able to make something work there and we can make an announcement soon. But yeah, we're definitely um, eyeing off America. Have you noticed any differences with your customers depending on location around Australia? Um, yeah, definitely. The difference between one store in Brisbane versus a store that's 15 minutes out of Brisbane is, is huge. You know, it's, it's all good lessons for us. It makes us think about like what we're selling and how we're selling it. And um, it just makes us innovate and consider new ways to, to reach more people. Obviously, lately, like price sensitivity is a massive thing. Um, everyone's had to raise their prices. The price of doing business is far more expensive. Mm. You know, we sell our product for the most affordable price we, we can. And roughly what is that price? For a fishbowl, uh, it's like a it's an average of probably about $14. Um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but by the time you, you know, if you're trying to eat it regularly or by the time you've got it on a delivery app, it does add up. And, you know, in comparison to certain other options out there. And this um, is why Fishbowl is launching a new yes. product or a new kind of offering at the moment, a street food. It's a deflation creation. A deflation yeah. creation. <laughs> launching on the 24th of August. Okay. Yeah. Tell me yeah. tell me what's involved. Um, okay. So we, we were essentially just looking at uh, how we could utilize the setup that we have in our stores, which is a pretty great setup because if you think about the amount of produce and options that we have, it's, you know, it's far more than, than our competitors. Um, so what we've done is we found like a simplified, um, I guess, more streamlined version of our bowls. So like less customization and essentially just cutting out all the vegetables and all that, you know, all that choice. Um, and we've created like a range of boxes, which is going to be a new category on our menu. It's called street food by fishbowl. And, you know, imagine like warm boxes with like your slaw, your rice, your protein, uh, and your crunch from like 1190. So it's just really affordable, quick. Um, and you're still kind of getting like the essential things that you're after. Like the reality is sometimes you just don't feel like a big salad. And what uh, was the main reason for kind of bringing this doing in? This? Um, well, I guess just the rising prices of everything. So like we recognize that, you know, I guess prices are going up everywhere and we didn't want to just, you know, we didn't want our solution to be, oh, well, let's just jack our prices up. Like everyone else is doing let's maybe we can actually carve out a new category on the menu that finds a way to deliver more value to customers in and amongst like everyone raising prices if there's anyone listening right now who maybe maybe they're working in hospo maybe they have visions of kind of starting something out themselves maybe they're also in uni do you have any kind of advice for people who 
who would love to be able to create something, maybe not like Fishbowl, but something of their own and get out into the industry as well? I mean, obviously there's an element of like what you experience in your own life is probably what a lot of other people are experiencing. So in our, like in our case, and maybe this can translate to someone else, like we were short on choices of places to eat. We actually couldn't find anywhere to eat that was um, the kind of food we wanted to eat every day. So it was like actually delicious, like tasty, but also healthy and it had a great brand. Like, so it's kind of solving the problems that you can see yeah, within I mean, your I, own world. Uh, yeah. I think it's like, what are you experiencing in your life and what are like the issues or the problems? And if you can try and solve those, there's a good chance you're solving someone else's issues too. Um, that's, that's kind of how we went about it. Is there a tipping point for having too many? Will there ever be too many um, fish bowls in Australia? No, I don't think so. I mean, the, the challenge for us and the thing that we enjoy doing is we like to scale a brand and prove that like you can actually have multiple outlets and we still get people thinking that we have two restaurants or mm. they just have no idea that we have multiple. It and feels think, like a local kind of offering, especially in Bondi. And yeah. what it, the Darlinghurst story is my go-to. Mm. But I'm sure if you're in Queensland or Victoria, they feel completely different and they feel like a local iteration yeah, I mean, we have local staff on the ground everywhere. We're big on local marketing and connecting with the community in whatever ways we can. So there's always, you know, events that we host with, like we do actually a lot of run clubs with local run club leaders in different communities or we work with different DJs, you know, tied to those stores or we work with drink providers tied to those stores. So we sort of, you know, that's just what we find fun. Um, it wouldn't be fun if we were doing it any other way. So it's really about, yes, we're like scaling um, a national brand, but we're doing it like we just have one or two stores because, yeah, we just want to want to keep work fun and otherwise we'd, we'd get over it. It wouldn't be very inspiring. That's very true. No one else is growing at the rate that you've grown at and also to keep the consistency but that sense of kind of a, a local experience. So thanks so much, Nick, for coming in and telling us all about it and about the journey so far. We'll have to invite you back when... Fishbowl is 10 years old. Yeah. And figure out how many stores and how many employees you have by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Pleasure. uh, Excited to see where the next few years (laughs) take us. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and leave us a review. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening now. I'll be back again on Wednesday. Chat then. Listener.